0: Hello and welcome to Rocky Fortune from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now, Frank Sinatra, transcribed as Rocky Fortune. NBC presents Frank Sinatra, starring as that footloose and fancy-free young gentleman, Rocky Fortune.
2: is about me and work that keeps the two of us from ever going steady Eddie but sometimes I just get restless and I quit a job and then again sometimes I get restless and I take one. This time I took one. Night counterman at an all-night Hamburg diner. The diner was located on the lower west side right between a saloon and a dance hall. Those who liked weak drinks went to the saloon and those who liked strong women went to the dance joint. Nobody came to the diner. Nobody but trouble. Trouble was a nine-year-old cowboy with freckles and a shoebox under his arm, and it was around midnight on a miserable night when the door popped open and he popped in. Uh, How do you do? What'll be, partner?
0: Uh, One wimpy. Drown it. How's that? One wimpy. Drown it. A hamburger with ketchup.
2: Oh, oh, Oh. Excuse me, kid. I'm still new at this job. I sling the hash, but not the lingo. Okay, one wimpy coming up.
0: And drown it.
2: right oh, we'll drown it. What's a kid like you doing out this late on a rainy night?
0: Um, I'm just coming back from a friend's house.
2: Hmm. What was it, an all-night pinochle game? How old are you anyway, son? Eight?
0: I'm nine. Nine? Well, going
2: on nine. Oh, pardon me. How about a glass of milk while you're waiting? Okay. You, uh, got any money?
0: See this shoebox? Yep. Know what's
2: in it? Shoes. Money. $50,000. Yeah? Well, that's a nice safe place to hide it, kid. Only you go around walking without much dough in your shoes, and you're going to be 10 feet tall. Hey, uh, here's your hamburger. Oh,
0: thanks. You forgot to drown it. What? Ketchup.
2: Oh, yeah, the ketchup here. Yeah, slow down, take it. When did you eat last, anyway? Morning. Well, oh, I guess you'll be wanting another burger, then.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Coming up. Where do you live, kid? No place. You, uh, wouldn't be on the lamb, would you?
0: Uh-uh.
2: Running away from home? Hmm, I guess, I guessed it. Things tough at school? Maybe your mom just doesn't understand you, huh?
0: I got no mom.
2: Oh, you got a pop?
0: Yeah, I got a pop. What's his name? None of your business.
2: Okay, okay, you're a citizen. You don't have to answer. How about another milk? Where you headed? Boat. Any uh, special boat?
0: One that's going far away.
2: Your boats cost a lot of money.
0: I got a whole shoebox full of money.
2: Oh, sure, I forgot. That's right, you're loaded with loot.
0: How much do I owe you? Forget it. I can pay you.
2: Now, look, kid, it's a cold, wet night. This is a bad neighborhood. Why don't you go home and run away some other time?
0: I can't go home.
2: You just think you can't. It don't help to run away, kid. I'm an expert. I've been running all my life.
0: I can't go home.
2: I'll call a friend of mine who's a cop, and he'll take you... Get away from that
0: telephone, mister. I got a gun in my pocket, and I'll shoot you.
2: Oh. I didn't know you were a desperado. Who is it, Billy the Kid or Jesse James?
0: Just tell me how much, and I'll get out of here.
2: Hamburger, two glasses, 40 cents.
0: Okay, here's a dollar. Keep the change.
2: Thanks, I... (laughs) Well, what do you know?
0: What's the matter?
2: Nothing, not a thing, kid. I was just admiring the lifelike engraving here of President Howdy Doody. (laughs) Yep, the kid had handed me a hunk of Howdy Doody money but I make like a real stuff and ring it up. He starts to climb down off the seat, hanging on to his small shoebox full of howdy duty dough like his life depended on it. All of a sudden, he looks awful small and scared. It reminds me of the way I must have looked myself when I took off from the orphan home at the advanced age of 10 years.
0: Well, I... I gotta be shoving off. So long.
2: Thanks for the tip. Oh, a, a kid. Yeah? You know, if you got a long boat ride ahead of you, you ought to take some food along. Why don't you wait here a minute? I'll see if we got some donuts back in the kitchen.
0: Well, okay, but no tricks. I got a gun in my pocket.
2: Sure, no tricks. I'll be right back. Here, you can listen to the radio while I'm out. Hello, operator. Give me the 21st precinct. Uh Uh-huh. Hello, is Detective Sergeant Finger there? Yeah. Hello, Finger, this is Rocky, Rocky Fortune. Listen, I got a scared young kid down here at the Oasis Dino on Fleet Street. Uh Uh-huh, a runaway. When you send somebody down to pick him up, I can't leave the joint. Yeah, sure, I'll stall him. Thanks, Sergeant. I hang up and go out front again. When I get there, Junior's disappeared. And in this place is a young dame about 22 with a figure like the before and after ads. Only she's after, if you know what I mean. When I get around to it, I see she's got a nice face, too. Pardon me. Pardon me? Well,
3: you haven't done anything.
2: I'd love to. What'll it be?
3: Well, I'd like to ask you a question.
2: I'd like to ask you one, too.
3: Have you seen a little boy about nine?
2: That isn't the question I had in mind, but it still goes. Have you seen one, honey?
3: Please, I'm serious.
2: So am I. There was a kid here a few minutes ago. Did you see him?
3: No. Was he a little boy with freckles and reddish hair?
2: That's the boy. A pocket-sized Arthur Godfrey. You a relative?
3: I'm his aunt. Please, where did he go? Where I told
2: he? you, he disappeared.
3: Well, did he say where he was going?
2: Out of Mongolia, I think. What's the story on him?
3: Well, he ran away from his boarding school. He stopped at his father's house early this evening to get some things, and then he just disappeared.
2: How did you track him down here?
3: Well, I located a taxi driver who dropped him off at the corner... Since this is the only place open at this hour, I thought you might have seen him.
2: How come his pop didn't notify the cops? Well,
3: I, I thought he had. Uh-uh. Don't you have some idea which way he went?
2: Oh, well, you might try the waterfront. He mentioned hopping a boat.
3: Oh, thank you.
2: Say, uh, it's no neighborhood for a pretty girl alone. I've... I can
3: take care of myself, Mr....
2: Fortune. Call me Rocky. Uh,
3: Mr. Fortune.
2: Uh, if you wait till I close up, I'll... Uh... Good night. I'll... Nothing.
3: Concerning the hold-up of the
4: shoe company payroll last night, police still have no clue as to the identity of the four men who stole the money. They wore Halloween masks. The smallest seemed to be the leader, and an all-points bulletin has off. been broadcast by the police huh? in an effort to prevent you the hide. men from getting beyond...
2: I heard. Step over here. What is this?
4: You hide.
2: Okay. I'm looking for a kid, nine years old. Freckles. Red hair. Who isn't?
4: You want me to hit him, boss?
2: Take it easy, Moose. You seen him? What if I have? You'll tell me. Suppose I don't feel like... Okay,
1: boss. Okay. Ooh!
2: Well? Okay, he was here and he left. Did he have anything with him? Just an old shoebox. Which way did he go? How should I know? Maybe you saw I didn't. Now, how about taking your gorilla and getting out of here? Can I hit him, boss? Take it easy. Did he say anything? Anything happened while he was here? He said he was running away from home. A dame comes in and she says she's his aunt. I told her I didn't know where he was. That's all? That's all. You Sure. I said, that's all. Moose. Boss? Make sure.
4: Okay.
2: Oh. Still sure? I'm sure. Well? I told you. He's sure. Come on, Moose. Thanks, Buck. My stomach feels like I've been kicked by an army mule, so I hang on to the counter till the blue wheels stop going around, then I go behind the counter to clean up for the night. I hear a noise which seems to be coming from inside a big trash can we keep there, and I figure we got mice again, so I open it. And the mice is a small boy with a shoebox and a face full of half-eaten custard pie. Okay, kid, come out of the pail. Are they gone? You have been in there all that time?
0: I hit her when I heard someone come.
2: Did you hear those two hoods? Uh-huh. You want to tell me why those roughnecks were after you?
0: Well, the big one, Moose, he's a hired muscle. Muscle? You know, a gunman, a fiddler. The little one, he's Perry Brock.
2: Brock? Yeah, he's one of the old murder-consolidated boys, isn't he? Uh
0: Uh-huh. Now you know why I don't want to go home?
2: I don't follow, son. What's Perry Brock to you?
0: My father.
2: Oh, you got a lot of trouble.
0: So you see, if you call the cops and they send me home, he'll just beat me up and send me back to the boarding school again.
2: Yeah, I guess he would.
0: So I better get
2: going, mister. Call me Rocky.
0: My name's Mickey.
2: Hold it, Mick. Here comes the law.
0: I'll duck out the back.
2: You can get back in the garbage can. I'll get rid of him.
4: Well, hiya, Sergeant. So where's the kid?
2: The kid? Oh, yeah. Oh, the kid. He took off. Vanished.
4: You don't say.
1: Just like that. Poof.
4: You couldn't call up the precinct and say, Sergeant Finger, don't bother walking over here on your tired feet on which you've been standing all day. The kid is gone. You couldn't do that, huh? Well,
2: I tried to get you, but the line was busy. Here, have a cup of coffee and a hamburger. On the house.
4: You trying to bribe an officer? Uh Uh-huh. Make it a double hamburger with an onion.
2: Two double hamburgers and a pecan ring later, I get rid of Sergeant Finger of the mounted and get the kid out of the garbage can. He smells like an old gymnasium, but I can't figure anything else except to take him in a shoebox home with me, which I do. I let him soak for a few hours and put him in my bed while I make like G.I. Joe on the Broadloom. About ten minutes after I fall asleep. Mickey. Hey, Mickey. Love
0: you
2: what is it, kid? What's the matter?
0: Nothing.
2: Just crying to irrigate the freckles, huh?
0: Let me alone.
2: I know how you must feel, Mick.
0: Nobody knows how I feel.
2: That's not true, kid. Lots of people get a raw deal from life. You take me. I was an orphan. I didn't even have a father to run away from.
0: Maybe you're lucky.
2: You don't get much love from a paid matron who has to divide it up among 150 lonely kids.
0: Sounds like a boarding school.
2: Yeah. Sometimes I used to lay in bed wanting to cry so bad I thought I'd bust wide open.
0: That's how I feel sometimes.
2: So I ran away, too, just like you. Only it didn't help. I was twice as lonely and there was nobody to cry to. I've been running all my life. Get restless, quit a job. Get restless, take a job. It adds up to a big fat goose egg. I don't
0: care. I'm going to be tough.
2: Sure, you live in the jungle, you got to be tough. But running away, I'll... that ain't tough, kid. Why don't you go home to your dad? I can't. Why not? He
0: don't want me. He never wanted me. He never even lived with me and Mom. Never? Uh Uh-uh. After Mom died, I, I lived with my Aunt Annie, Mom's sister. But then she and Dad had a big fight, and he sent me away to boarding school.
2: You like your aunt?
0: Yeah, she's okay.
2: Yeah, that's how she looked to me. Well, suppose we call her?
0: No, Dad would just come and get me again. He ain't much good, Rocky
2: I hate to hear you say that But I guess maybe you're right, kid Let's get some sleep And we'll talk about it in the morning Here, blow Atta boy Yeah, pull the cover over you Good night, kid Rocky? Mm-hmm
0: Could I stay with you, maybe? We could both be orphans together, huh?
2: No, I'm afraid not, kid
0: I could get a job I'm strong i I got plenty of money enough for both of us. More than $50,000. I wouldn't be much trouble, Rocky, honest.
2: We'll talk about it in the morning, huh? Let's get some sleep. Good night, Mickey.
0: Good night, Rocky.
2: get very much sleep. I'm thinking about this poor kid with his box full of hardy duty money and what I'm going to do about him. It's early in the morning when I quit trying to sleep and get up to make us some breakfast. I almost fall on my face, tripping over the shoe box. My foot goes through the cover and I pick it up to tie it again. Five seconds later, I'm burning up the telephone switchboard. Operator, give me the 21st precinct. Yeah. Hello. Sergeant Finger still on duty? Uh-huh. Sarge, this is Rocky. Now, listen to me. I got that kid again. He's asleep in my room. Yeah. Not only that, but he's got a shoebox with enough government folding money in it to choke a dinosaur. I'm not dreaming, Sarge. Get over here, will you? 25 Bleakman. Okay.
0: Okay, put your hands up.
2: Hey, wait a minute.
0: This is a real gun, Rocky, and it's loaded, so get him up.
2: Now, be careful with that thing.
0: You're some, pal. All that stuff you told me last night, how you knew what it was like. Now you're calling the cops to send me home.
2: Mickey, listen to me. It's wrong what you're doing.
0: You said you gotta be tough or well, I'm gonna be tough.
2: I didn't mean tough that way. If you took that money from someplace, give it back. Give it to the cops. And give them that gun before you get hurt.
0: Not me, I'm gonna be tough.
2: You're gonna wind up like your old man, Mickey. He's tough too. The wrong kind of tough. Now come on now, wait here for this detective friend of mine. I
0: ain't going to no police station.
2: Look, in case you don't know it, kid, there's nobody lives it up like a lost kid in a police station. Honest, they put you up on a desk, they buy you ice cream cones, double dips, they read your comic books, take your picture, wearing a copper's hat. And
0: then my pop comes and takes me home and beats me up. Uh-uh, Rocky, I'm getting out.
2: Okay, Mick. Good luck.
0: You said when you live in a jungle, you gotta be tough. Well, I'm... I'm gonna be tough. I'm gonna be tougher than anybody.
2: I'm just beginning to wonder if little Mickey Brock hadn't held up a payroll wagon himself when the doorbell rings. It is my good friend, Sergeant Finger, right on time.
4: Okay, Fortune, where is he?
2: Yeah, well, um, um I'll tell you, Sarge, it's like this. I found the money inside the shoebox, see? And I turn around, and the kid's got a real tough-looking automatic pointed right at my bread basket. Now, hold
4: it, and you just let me figure it out real slow-like. The kid ain't here, right? Right. And the box with the money in it, that's disappeared too, right? Right. Now, how about the laughing gas? Is that gone, too, or you just have these hallucinations on soda pop?
2: That look so. Uh... Now,
4: you look, Fortune. This is the second time you got me out on a wild goose chase. You ever read the story of the boy who cried wolf? Well, you're him, see? And the next time you want a cop, don't bother to call. I ain't coming. You understand that, Fortune? Don't call us. We'll call you.
2: I am still standing there like a boy with egg on his face when the telephone rings. Yeah.
3: Mr. Fortune? Yeah. This is Ann Prentice, Mickey's aunt. Good morning. I thought perhaps you might have seen Mickey again last night.
2: How did you get my phone number?
3: I called the diner. The day cook gave it to me.
2: Well, as a matter of fact, lady, I did see him. He slept here last night.
3: What? Oh, where is he now?
2: Search me. He took off again.
3: We've got to find him.
2: Look, he don't want to be found. He wants to be lost.
3: Well, his father thought he might have come to my place for some reason. He's half frantic.
2: I'll bet he is.
3: Since you know what he looks like, Could you help me look for
2: him? This is my day off, lady.
3: Please, Mr.
2: Fortune. Yeah. Where do you live?
3: 15 South Place, apartment 5B.
2: Powder your nose, baby. I'll be right over. I invest 15 cents in the city subway system and then foot my way to South Place. Number 15 is a quiet apartment with a self-service elevator. I lean on the buzzer on 5 B. No answer. I try the knob and the door swings open. I walk into a nicely furnished apartment smelling faintly of perfume. I'm about to call for Annie Pie when I hear a faint noise behind me and what feels like the muzzle of an 88 comes crashing down on my skull. (laughs)
4: On your feet, punk. You heard
3: up. Rocky, are you all right? Hmm? Uh let him alone. Shut up.
2: Oh, e. Well, well, if it isn't Dick, the fun loving rover boy. Should I hit him, boss? Restrain yourself, Moose. You always have your visitors greeted this way, Ann?
3: They forced their way in a few minutes after I called you.
2: Yeah, nice fellas. Flattery will get you no place, Fortune. Where's the boy? Here we go again. Ann tells me he stayed at your place last night. He couldn't get a hotel room, this convention in town. Very amusing. I thought you said you didn't know where he was. I didn't. I found him in the garbage pail.
4: Now, boss.
2: You're a very funny man, Fortune. Moose, take him in the bedroom and work him over.
4: Gladly. Get going, you.
2: Oh, and Moose. Yeah? Don't kill him. Moose shoves me into the bedroom and closes the window to the fire escape. Then he closes the door. Then he closes my left eye. And then he closes my right eye. I managed to get in a couple of wild punches of my own, but this guy's built like a Sherman tank. After a couple of sets, I'm beginning to feel like a lump of fresh dough in a French bakery. Moose measures me for a haymaker. And I do a pirouette, three tours tourgettes, and an arabesque, and then a swan dive for the carpet. I hug the rug for a minute, and I manage to get one eye partly open. I discover I am looking into another eye, and it is not my own. It belongs to a scared, freckled face which looks out at me from under the bed. In his hot little hand, the kid's got a gun which he's pushing at me. I take it and straighten up. Okay, Mellon. had one more. Hey. Hey, hey. Get him up and shut up. Hey, where'd you get the run? Never mind. Don't make a sound. Back up. Okay. Take it easy with that cannon. Now, turn around. Now, call your boss in here. Look, Fortune. Call him or I'll ventilate your head bone.
4: Okay. Hey, boss. What? Step in a second, will you? Okay.
2: Has our friend decided to talk yet? That's right, Brock. Get him up fast. I seem to have no choice. Get over there with Laughing Boy.
3: Rocky, are you all right?
2: Just fine, honey. Just fine. Get some cord or something, we'll tie these monkeys up. Yeah. Just a minute, Ann. Shut up, Brock. Oh, no, Fortune. Boss, he means business. You're the biggest, dumbest moose in the United States. Maybe in the whole Western Hemisphere.
4: Go get him.
2: Boss! Don't move or I'll shoot. Fortune, you amuse me. You really are a funny man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What's so funny, (laughs)
4: boss? (laughs) That gun. Look at it, you numbskull. It's a water pistol. A plain, ordinary kid's water pistol. Go get him.
2: Harry reaches into his pocket for his own artillery, and Moose starts after me. I pull the trigger, and sure enough, a stream of water shoots out. The kid has handed me a water pistol. I'm too groggy to realize it. By the time the thing really sinks in, Moose has knocked it out of my hand, and Brock's got me covered. All right, Fortune. we fooled around long enough. I'm going to give you just about one second to tell me where the kid is. Turn blue. If you don't answer, I pull this trigger. And this is no water pistol. You're wasting your breath, pal. Okay, start praying.
3: Rocky, tell
4: him.
2: No. Okay, meathead, you asked for it.
4: Okay, hold it. Drop the rod.
2: (sighs) I saw your ugly puss on a fire escape finger, but for a couple of seconds I thought you were going to let him do it. I
4: ought to, Fortune.
2: Do you mind if I ask what brings you?
4: Some kid walks into the precinct this morning, right after I saw you. He drops a shoebox on the sergeant's desk and walks out. Shoebox has got 50 grand and marked money from the payroll robbery. Took us a while to catch up, but we finally trailed a kid here and spotted him on the fire escape. Now, don't tell me he's disappeared
2: again. No, he's just hiding. Get these hoods out
4: of the room and I'll find him. Okay, you two, move. Will you show me the phone, lady? I gotta call the wagon to haul these punks away.
2: With pleasure.
4: Come on, go on. You lead the way, Perry.
2: Mickey, come on out, son. Is it okay? Yeah, it's okay. Your troubles are all over, kid. Your father's gone and he ain't coming back.
0: I won't have to go home?
2: Nope. From now on, this is your home. You're going to stay right here with your Aunt Anne.
0: You mean I can't live with you?
2: Look, kid, you don't know what a lucky stiff you are, getting to live with a lovely dish like, I mean, with an aunt like her. And don't worry, Bob. I'll be around. You will? Sure, every night, twice on Sundays. That is, if you think your aunt wouldn't mind.
0: Oh no, she'd like it, and so would Uncle Bill. Who? Uncle Bill.
2: You mean she's married?
0: Yeah, you heard.
2: Uh huh. I heard. Good night.
1: NBC has presented Frank Sinatra as that footloose and fancy-free young gentleman, Rocky Fortune. Others in tonight's cast included Richard Beals, Billy Janice, Eddie Fields, Frank Richards, and Barney Phillips. Tonight's script was written by George Lefferts and based on a story by Robert Senadella. Andrew C. Love directed. Eddie King speaking. Now, to tell you about next week's adventure, here's Frank Sinatra as Rocky Fortune.
2: I get a job that pays a hundred bucks an hour, which is pretty good pay if you live so long. The trouble is, I almost don't. I'll tell you about it next week.
1: See you around, huh? Now, enjoy Fibber, McGee, and Molly on the NBC Radio Network.